at 10 o'clock Saturday. At 10 o'clock Saturday, we're helping the church back in the back move some of this stuff out. So we need all our men that we can possibly be here at 10 o'clock uh, Saturday. And if some of the women want to come, you can come. We'll find something to do. All right, 10 o'clock. And since I'm doing this message, it doesn't mean uh, leave the house at 10. <laughs> There's really no such thing as CP time. Y'all know, know that, right? All right. And so what the message is about today is called delay. And so that's what that's, remember we're doing the 16 deadly deeds and this one is about delay. One thing that what I liked about the Bible for me, I liked about the Bible is I don't need somebody to just be preaching heaven and hell to me every Sunday. Once I got saved, then I needed some instructions of how to live and the life that God required of me to live, right? Because, see, it doesn't matter. There are a lot of church people who are bad examples for Christians. Y'all do know that, right? Because there's a, there's a difference. It says, the Bible says we are born again. So if we're born again, then that means everything we knew, old things become what? Old things are old and new things become, old things become new. So that means the way I process and the way I think. And this is what, what for me, is the, the good thing about the Bible is, I like in Joshua 1 and 8, you can read that. He talked about the best way to do it. It is to give us instructions and we would live a prosperous life. So it's, it's more than just a book that for us to beat each other up all the time and the, these and that and all that. No, this is to teach us how to live a good Christian life, uh, live the way God would have us to live. Does that make sense? And so the 16 deadly deeds are about things that hinder us. These are things that can hinder us. These are, remember, the Bible says, try the spirits by the spirit. That's the big spirit by the little spirit. And so sometimes we joke about things that's really not a good spirit. Does that make sense? And I use this all, I'm gonna use this. Like, we joke about being late everywhere. Oh, that's CP time. Well, you, no, 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 no. What, what we on Christ time. Right, so we're on Christ time. So we don't want anything to filter us down to not, to not being responsible uh, as it is. Because, see, time today, we're, we're, most of you are going to watch the football game today, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know what you're going to see most today, more than anything today, what you're going to see and hear about is time. Mm -hmm. That's what you're going to, there's going to be more of that than anything you're going to see is time. And you're going to see uh, Mr. Mahomes looking at what? looking up at that thing to make sure he doesn't get a delay, right? Because when you get a delay, you get a penalty, right? And see, so I'm just going to try to help us out today and use that. This is why a lot of people never get to where they're supposed to be going spiritually because they delay too much. And when you, get, when you delay, you pay the cost. Does that make sense? Instead of fourth and, and, and one, now you got fourth and ten or whatever you got, right? Because on you, you delayed. So you're going to see this all the time. And then another thing, since we're talking sports in there, have you ever watched a game and said, wow, if they had just a little bit more time? Well, it don't work that way. You, you, have, a, you have a diaphragm where you've got uh, to get it done in that what? In that time frame. You've got to get that done in that time frame, right? 
Are y'all with me? You see, and, and uh, let's just do it. Like men, men, I'm talking to the men up in here. Too many, I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna call, talk to African-American men first, okay? Too many African-American men are dying because they delay of what? Go get a physical. Go get a colonoscopy. Yes, look it up because you delay. And the worst thing, it happened to me, the worst thing they can say is, we wish you had a came what? Earlier. So we, delay can cost you a whole lot of problems. There's some of you that have great talents and abilities but you didn't use those talents and abilities when they were there, and now you're working a lesser job than you're qualified to do. Are you with me? And so what we want to do today is we want to be, we want to deal with time. We're not afraid to deal with time, you see, because Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes 9-11 says, but there's a time and chance happens to all men. That's just life. Time and chance happens to all men. But you never want, listen to me, you never want to ever say, I wished I had done it when something spoke to me. How many of you have done that before? Amen. Said, I wished I had, a, I had done it when something told me to do such and such, and I did not do that. Right? You see, there, there's been many relationships have been broken because someone said, well, just give me a little time and I'll get myself together. Y'all laughing because you know what I'm talking about. No, you need to do it now. You see what I'm saying? And so we're talking about delay. So delay, we're, we're not going to deal with that. We want, we're time. God gave us time. We only have so much time. Each person's only got so much time. There's almost so much time in your life. Some of you have got children in here. Let me tell you. Uh, I remember when my uh, daughter was just a baby. It went so fast because she became a teenager. Then the next thing, she's having babies. Time just goes, you see. Have you ever seen this? Because I want to talk to some of because it's a nice crowd in here. I thank you all for getting back in church. You ever think people, there are people who said, you know, when I retire, we're just going to do such and such and such and such. You know what I'm talking about? And then get sick. And say in, a, in, a, in, in the sick bed or death bed, I wished I had her. You know what I tell people? When I die, I want to die empty. That means there ain't nothing left. Enjoying my life day by day. You understand what I'm saying? Because time, you can't control what's going to happen in time. And so when it's time to do something, you got to do it. And so remember now, and then, but time and chance happens all the time. Everything ain't the devil, and everything ain't, ain't, ain't God. It's just life. You see, and so it could be your time. And so this is what I try to do as you all's pastor is to prepare you for the good, the bad, and the ugly because in time, the good, the bad, and the ugly is going to knock on your door. Is that right? But if you're prepared, see, the Bible didn't tell us not to be prepared for them all. It said don't worry about it. But if you're a prepared person in a prepared place, then you don't have to fall apart when things happen to you in your life. That's just how it goes, right? And so we're going to do this today and talk about this uh, and see if we can get something that will help us to have a better and more quality life now. Right. Don't delay. Right. I have, as a pastor, I have heard, and I've seen this, and I'm serious, I've seen this, where people have cried to me and got counsel and said, I wish I would have told her I loved her more. Mm. 
I wish I had told my father I loved him more. I wish I had told my friend I loved him more. Yes, I've heard it many, many times. And I ain't talking to old folks. I'm talking young know, because we never know what's going to happen. You know, you cannot put things off. You have to do things within its time. All right? And I have no idea where I'm starting at. So let's start with Ecclesiastics 3 and 1, first right. from the voice and then the message. Listen to me very carefully. For everything that happens in life. Everything, remember, everything that happens in life. This is why we come to this church. You all call me a life lessons guy. That's what I am, okay? Heaven and hell will take care of itself. All right? You're saved, ain't you? Right? So you don't need that, right? But you got, you got to live here, right? Some of you got families, right? Okay, so that's why we come here, right? To learn how to deal with life, all right? Because life will deal with you if you don't deal with it, all right? There is a season, a right time for everything under heaven. Now, there is a season and a right time for everything under the heavens. See, the Holy Spirit will give you, yes, he will say, this is your season to do this. This is your season to do that in everything. You see, there are people, let's just have fun. Just the Holy Spirit will tell you, well, now's the season for you to date. Mm -hmm. Now's the season for you to get in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Now's the season for you to get out of a relationship that you got yourself in. <laughs> and I ain't talking about married folks. Don't y'all get out here and go to the gun. I'm, I'm talking about this. I'm talking about what you're going to teach your kids, right? You see what I'm saying? Because there is this life, right? There's a time, to, there's a time that we need to do. Remember, I'm, I'm big on health. There's a time when we need to get our physicals. Come on, guys. There's a time we need to do that, right? First of all, your wife doesn't, she loves you and she wants to care for you and do all this, but she don't want to be your nurse because of something you've done. And it can happen to you at any time. Sister Gwen had no idea that what, what was going to happen to me at 50. It started before this. She had no idea. But I did do the things. I'm here because I do everything on time. I take my appointments on time. I do my medication on time. I do it on time, right? Because the situation doesn't control me. I control the situation because I do the things I'm supposed to be doing and in its season. So let me tell you something. Everybody's going to have a season. Some people's season just comes quicker than others. You understand? So this is my season. My season is, is good right now, and, and this is a season for me to do what I need to do to try to sustain my life as far as I can and, and do what God has called me to do. So it's a season for that, right? It's, but I'm not suffering, but I'm taking care of business. Everybody's going to have a season. Let me tell you, when the season, when you have the most things going right in your life, get down on your knees. That's when you get to praying, because when you think everything's going all right, you can get one telephone call or hear one thing that will shatter your world, right? So let's read that one again, because I don't want you to go out of here. Not, I'll read it. For everything that happens in life, there is a season and a right time for everything under the heavens. There, listen to that. I look around at just people you're with and the folks This hey. I love you now, and I'll love you forever. I'm going to enjoy, and I'm one of these people that believes that you should enjoy your life, right? You want to do that every day. Let me tell you something. One of my favorite things now is Taylor Swift. 
No, let me come down and educate y'all, because y'all ain't educated. How many, of, how many of you dated a hunk in high school? Come on. <laughs> and hollered at the guy, went to the football games, yep. went to the basketball games. She didn't. Come on, that's right. She didn't. How many of you went to college and wore your college uniform on and set, got up in the stands and hollered, go Oklahoma, 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 go Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm from Oklahoma, that's why they're laughing. But anyway, <laughs> but, but go, how many of you that she didn't? This is the first time in her life that she could do some things that you all got to do in uh, uh, high school and in college. Yeah. So she gets a chance to act like a little, like a little kid and she's so happy. Yeah. Can you imagine? Everybody's usually cheering her, isn't that right? Yeah. So she's getting a chance now to cheer for somebody else. That's why I like what's going on. It's her season now to be able to enjoy a relationship with the guy. Are y'all with me? You see, because it was stolen from her, because you know she started as a teenager singing. It was stolen from her as a teenager. It was stolen from her in college, but now she gets, she's able to do it. Now it's not so funny, was it? Just think, ain't y'all glad I'm so wise up here? Good boy. And it's your season to come here and hear me. That's a great thing, right? All right, here we go. Go ahead. The message puts it this way. There's an opportune time to do things. There's what? An opportune, opportune time to me don't mean you're going to do them. Right. It's just an opportunity for you to do them. Okay? And a right time for everything on the earth. And a right time for everything on the earth. Since we're talking football, I want to use this. There's an opportune time to do things. When the, the first Super Bowl, the Chiefs played the Green Bay Packers. And, of course, the Green Bay Packers won. And, uh, but they asked Hank Stram what happened. Hank Stram says, they were better opportunists than us. When the opportunity rose, they rose to it. We didn't. That's some people's life. Just because the opportunity is there doesn't mean that you're going to be successful with it. Opportunity means it's your time, but you got to make the decision to deal with it or not deal with it. Make sense? So we, and that's what we are in this church. We're opportunists. God has given us, and he ain't going to do it for you. But he'll give you the opportunity to do it. I tell everybody, God's giving everybody po potential. So, so, but just because you have potential doesn't mean you're going to be successful with it. Right? We don't blame that on him. He's given us everything we need, and he's given us an opportunity to do the things we need in its time. So some of you here, and it doesn't go by age. It's, it goes by when it's time. So don't, don't quit now because you have gifts, talents, and abilities. Do not quit because you think, I'm too old, too black, too white to female, whatever you are. No, 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 no. When that opportunity comes, you take that opportunity because you don't get to choose the time. He gives you the time to do it, but he's already given you the tools to do it with. Amen? Amen. All right? I would hope now, I'm more excited and more comfortable in the last, in the last five years of uh, being in the pulpit than I've ever been in my life, and I've been doing this for like years, like 45, over 45 years, but I'm more comfortable now, right? But God has given me an opportunity. He gave me an opportunity. Listen to me very carefully because we're talking about opportunity. He gave me an opportunity to take the sickness. He gave me an opportunity to take the disease called cancer and to be a person to show people how to walk through that. That's an opportunity. That's an opportunity. Right? It's an opportunity. Right? And so what you do is some things that you think are negative, they're not negative. It's an opportunity for you to be able to show somebody else how to get through something. Am I making sense to you? 
You see? So here we go. That's good. So we're learning something? Yes. All right. So we're not going to laugh at Taylor Swift anymore, right? All right. So because some of you all wish that you would have done the thing that had an opportunity to, to do some of those things. You see, I had an opportunity to go to college, a lot of different colleges. Look at me. Uh, me. Yes, me. But I didn't take those opportunities. I wind up walk, working at a cafeteria because I didn't want to go to school. Man, I done good. I was washing them dishes. The opportunity was there. I didn't take the opportunity to run college, right? So you understand? So I can't blame God. I can't blame time. So it was God's will. No, it wasn't that. Nothing to do with that. I had the opportunity, the talent, and abilities, but I didn't take the opportunity and become successful with the tools God has given me. All right? Some people said, yeah, but we're glad for you here with us. But, you know, ask me. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. So now see, we're coming. See you, the reason you all say that because you see this. You don't get to see the funerals and the sick people in the hospitals and the folks being incarcerated. That's the real part of ministry. Go ahead. All right. Matthew 26 and 18 states, he replied, go into the city to a certain man and tell him, the teacher says, my appointed time is near. I am going to celebrate the Passover with my disciples at your house. All right, so I wanted to use that. That's Jesus. That's in a red. Jesus, Jesus is talking. Here's what he's saying. Jesus replied. He's saying, what? He's saying his t even Jesus had a time schedule. That's right. Jesus had a time schedule. He's telling his disciples, it's my time. He knows he's getting ready, but it says it's my time. Read that again so we can get it clear. Yep, he says, my appointed time is near. So he, and wait a minute, look at me, y'all. If Jesus Christ had appointed time, don't you think you had one? Yeah. At everything. You see, Jesus is saying, this is my appointed time. So I'm talking about time. It's his time. You got to know when it's your time. A good, bad, or ugly, it's your time. All right? That's right. And then again, he says, I'm going to celebrate the Passover with my disciples at your house. So he's getting ready to celebrate because you know he's getting ready to go into it. But my point is, even Christ had a time cycle. Yeah. See, so time is precious, people. Time is precious. Time is, timing is very precious. And we need to quit wasting time. We, we, no, we, we waste too much. Don't waste time. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. When you get on the other end, there's a bunch of us in here that's in the 70s, mm -hmm. then you, you don't want to realize how important time was. Right. Think about it now mm -hmm. and say, I'm not going to be wasting time. I'm, time is too valuable mm -hmm. to be wasted because sooner or later your appointed time's coming yeah. and you don't know what age it's going to be. Right. But you can enjoy your life and be successful and do great things in your season. I don't know how long my season will be. You don't know how long your season will be. But right now, we're in a season, a great season to be in, because you're all in here. So you're in a great season, right? Enjoy it. Milk that thing dry, man. Enjoy your life. Right? I see, I'm looking around here, and I see uh, couples all wrapped up. And, and let's enjoy it. Enjoy it, because one day it ain't going to be there. Enjoy it. Enjoy it because one day it's not going to be there. And you, 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 I'm telling you, when it's over, it, it's hard and it's tough to deal with. But if you enjoy your life, you can handle it no matter what comes down. Yeah, you can. All right? All right. 
So now we're going to Matthew 6, verse 34, first from the NIV and then the message. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. So did the Bible say don't be prepared for tomorrow? It says don't what? Worry. It says don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Yeah. Let tomorrow take care of itself. There's a whole, today, today, there are some people who will not see Monday. Then don't be worried about what you're going to do tomorrow. Enjoy today. I'm prepared for tomorrow. But I ain't worried about tomorrow. You see, and sometimes pastor gets on y'all's nerves, I know that. All right, and I like that. All right, all right. I have insurance, okay? So when I pass away, it's all taken care of. Everything in mind is all taken care of, and everybody should. It's all taken care of. So I ain't worried about dying, and I ain't worried about what Sister Gwen would have to do if something happens to me. Right? I'm already prepared for that. So I'm going to enjoy today. Are you with me? Amen. Yeah, so get that stuff taken care of. There's too many people, that, um, and I'm not leaving her with anything she has to worry about because we already got it together and prepared, either one of us. You understand? So we're not worried about tomorrow. Are you with me? Yeah. All right. This is the book talking. All right. Here we go. Then it tells us each day has enough trouble of its own. This is the Bible telling you. Each day has enough what? Trouble. You got enough stuff to deal with on its own. One of the sad parts about this thing is, is uh, domestic violence this, tonight. DWIs, tonight. Car wrecks, tonight. You see why? Because people are going to what? Act a fool, and somebody's got to deal with it. You see? You see? I, I don't know if they do or not, but it's a shame on a football Sunday, I think they do. I don't know if they do. They got to get more police out. That's crazy. Over a game because folks are going to act a fool. And somebody's going to lose their tomorrow. Isn't that sad? But not us because we're going to do the right thing. We're going to enjoy ourselves. We're not going to worry about tomorrow, but we're going to enjoy ourselves in discipline and respect and integrity. Right? Right. The message puts it this way. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. You better give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. Listen to me. Wouldn't it be a shame that people are sitting in here and somebody gets smacked with something because they didn't listen to what God had the pastor speaking to them? But pay attention to what's going on right now. Some of you all know on Thanksgiving, we do the Thanksgiving for the battered women's shelter. We do it every year. We feed over 40 kids, I mean, 40 women and no how many kids. Well, we do Valentine's Day with the people who give money to the battered women's shelter here. And I think there's 23 women and kids. It will be more than that. Valentine's Day. You see what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Because somebody is going to forget what season it is in their life. Mm 
somebody was told, don't do that. And they're going to do it. And it's going to cost somebody else. Somebody's going to be told to get an Uber. They didn't do it. It's going to cost somebody else. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Y'all excited about the Chiefs? You can't be excited all day. I'll let let them entertain you. I'm not entertaining you. I'm trying to save your life. Amen. Okay, you have a better life. All right? We're told, don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. Have you ever done that? I just can't wait till tomorrow. I don't know if this will happen. What, what, what? No. Don't get worked up what may or may not happen tomorrow. And all of us have done it. We got worked up with what may or may not happen. And guess what? None of the things that we were thinking about happened. Right? Don't get worked up about what? What may or may not happen tomorrow. You have no idea. Okay? Because God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. What, what kind of things? <laughs> hard things. God will help you deal with the hard things what comes up. So whatever goes on tomorrow, I'm going to stay in divine order. Say that, divine order. Divine I'm in, order. If I'm in divine order, God's going to give me the strength, the wisdom, the knowledge, the foresight, and the insight to deal with whatever comes up tomorrow. Yeah. So I can enjoy sitting in my chair watching the Chiefs. Yeah. Right. You see? Understand what I'm saying? God helps, listen, the Bible says hard things. That means there's going to be some hard things in your life. God helps us with the hard things. And we have to learn to deal with the hard things in life. You understand what I'm saying? There's many of you in here can tell you, if you would talk to us, we could testify to you. Not only me, because there's others in here. Hey, there's other folks in here that struggle with breast cancer and other kinds of cancers in here. Okay? And, we've, and they tell you, you have to deal with the hard things in life. Right? Some of you have, have to take care of other people's kids and, and all this kind of stuff goes on. It's the hard things. But God said, guess what? I'll help you deal with the hard things. Because when the season comes, look at me, look right in my mouth. When the season comes that it's going to be hard, God said, I'll help you deal with the hard things, knowing and letting you know there's going to be some times that you're going to have to deal with some hard things. But he says, I'll help you deal with those things. You see, one thing about the Bible, it doesn't lie. It doesn't lie. And I like that kind of teaching because for me, I'm, you know, heaven's, I'm past all that. I'm going there. But how am I going to deal with the hard things? You see, how am I going to deal with the hard things that happen to some of the people in this church that I care a lot about? You see, family members you care a lot about. You see, you can have a child that you love and you've done everything because you can do the right thing with a child, but that don't mean when that child gets at a certain age, they're going to keep the right thing. Right. And you may have to do the hard thing and say, enough. That's hard to do. Sometimes you got to listen to me. The hard things sometimes could let mean let somebody go. It's the hard things. You see? Okay. Now let's turn to Mark 1, verse 14 and 15. So after John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee proclaiming the good news of God. Now this is Jesus we're talking about. John's put in prison. Jesus is going to Galilee with the good news of God. Okay? The time has come, he said. Here he goes again. What's he talking about? 
He's telling about time. He's telling about time. And the time has come for him to what? The kingdom of God has come near. Hmm. So repent and believe the good news. And then from the message, it says, time's up. God's kingdom is here. He said, time's up. God's kingdom is here. Time, that's what he's saying. That's what Jesus saying, time's up. Look at what I'm using here. I'm using the word time. You don't think, it's, it's, it's nice when you sit and you think, well, you, I got plenty of time. Nah. Be careful, because time could be up. All right. Then it says, change your life and believe the message. So he's saying, uh, time's up. You need to change your life mm-hmm. and do what? And believe the message. And what? Believe the message. Time's up. You need to change your life and believe the message. Let me tell you a secret. It's going to happen to everybody in here. There's going to be a time when it's going to be time's up. You got to go, you got to do hard. Time's up. It's a season for hard, but believe the message. And the message is good, bad, ugly. He'll be there with you and he'll give you what you need to get through. You see, you see, that's the thing that the old preachers used to say. Brother Roderick, I can still hear him saying it. Time's up. Playtime's over. He would just, just playtime's over. And for some of you in your life, you don't know that. But guess what? If you get this message today, you're prepared. You won't be an unprepared person in a prepared place. Because you're going to have to do hard. It's going to happen. You're going to have to do hard. You see what I'm saying? Somebody to today, grown men, are playing a game that's very important to them, somebody's going to lose. And losing is hard. You see? Same thing with life. You don't win every time. <laughs> you don't win every time. You see what I'm saying? Are y'all with me? That's right. Am I doing all right? Yes. Because this is, see, it can't be a super Sunday unless it starts with here. Yeah, yeah, it starts here. Yes, sir. All right. Proverbs 27 and 1, first from the Passions, tells us, Never brag about the plans you have for tomorrow, huh. for you don't have a clue what tomorrow may bring to you. Be careful. So don't be bragging about what you're going to do tomorrow. You have no clue what, what tomorrow's going to bring you. All right. And the message says, don't brashly announce what you're going to do tomorrow. I, be careful about that. Do you know what I'm going to do tomorrow? I'm going to go do set and set. No, 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 no. no I, ain't, I ain't going that far. I, I ain't going that far. What am I going to do tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Say, so be careful with that. You had no, look at me. One of the worst things that I've heard a lot of people say, I can't wait to summer. Uh-uh, and, and it's February. There's a whole lot of stuff going to go on with people's lives between now and February. You see, I used to be one of the people who wanted to see, no, I'm going to live my life in winter, spring, fall, summer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't waiting on nothing, all right? Because you don't know what summer going to bring you, huh? You don't know what spring going to bring you. So don't boast about tomorrow. Live today. Live today. Don't delay your life that God wants you to live. Start today. Too many people worried about it. There are people that's going to be hurting tomorrow. Yes. There are people going to die tomorrow. People are going to get some bad news tomorrow. Sick tomorrow. 
and they're going to say, I wish I had done it yesterday. No. Yeah. Okay? And then it says, you don't know the first thing about tomorrow. For real. You can go to the doctor, think you got it together. I went, when I went to the doctor, and I was fit like fit, still running into masters all over the country. Yeah. And he walked in, Dr. Pecorello, his name, Dr. Pecorello, and, he, and I was on that, you know, and he sat with me, and I'm doing it. He sat down, I'm like, all right, something wrong here. And he said, Johnny, you got cancer. That was a tomorrow that I did not want to hear. You see what I'm saying? You don't get away with hard. You're going to have to go with hard. But I was prepared spiritually. Emotionally, I went through it. I told you me and God fell out. Y'all laughed at me. I was really upset at him. As hard as I work, take care of myself, and I got care. And all these folks, I know folks that get called names. I've told y'all that. Yeah, they're doing everything crazy. Ain't nothing wrong with them. And here I come in here fit, running, eating with vegetables and all that kind of stuff. And you're telling me I'm going through this? Yeah, I know he didn't listen to me. He didn't care. But I did say it. Because, you know, a lot of pastors will tell you that they don't get upset with God, but this one will. You know, and I thought God made a mistake and had the wrong guy. All right, go ahead. Did you want to do Matthew on the ten virgins? Uh, yeah, they haven't given me the white thing yet, so I'll keep going. All right, we'll go. All right. We'll keep going. So now let's turn to Matthew 25, verse 1 through 13. So then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now this is one of my favorite things. It's like, what, ten virgins who took their lights, they took their lamps. Now here's what they, yeah, remember now, there's ten of them. Okay, they took, took their lamps out, okay? Now five of them were wise, and five were foolish and ill-prepared. So now five of them were wise, and five of them were foolish and ill-prepared. Hmm. And as the Amplified says, they were thoughtless, silly, and careless, and the five were wise with farsight, practical, and sensible. Let's get the mother folk hmm. up front again, meet them again. <laughs> they were kind of silly. What was that? Yes, they were foolish, foolish thoughtless, thoughtless, silly, and careless. Thank you. Go ahead. And then from the voice, it puts it this way. Five of these women were sensible, good with their details, and remembered to bring a small flask of oil for their lanterns. So some of those were prepared. They weren't worried about tomorrow, but they were prepared for tomorrow. That's right. The other five were silly. Mm -hmm. They acting up. What you doing? I'm chilling. Mm. I'm doing what I do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that kind of thing. Right. But the mothers wasn't worried about it, but they were prepared for it. Five were prepared. Five were not prepared. Mm -hmm. Okay? And as the voice says, they were also flighty, too caught up in the excitement of their journey and forgot to bring oil with them. Oh, they were so caught up into their journey they forgot to bring some extra oil with them. Now, that's going to work if you got enough to get you through what you got to get through. Let's see what happens. So those that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them, but the wise took oil on their vessels with their lamps. The wise ones took the lesson that they got on Sunday morning and took it with them. 
or some foolish folks setting up in the church because worried about what Mahomes is going to do and the Chiefs is going to do or the 49ers is going to do or the others will say, we'll do that. I'll deal with that later, but I need some oil to put in my life. I need some information to put in my life. That's why I'm here. So I'm going to not only do I want enough information for me today, I'm going to put some in, huh, in my savings account. So you see, I'm getting it all. I want to hear everything Pastor Phil's got to say, and I'm taking some of this. Not only am I taking some of it today, I won't have enough for me to take for the rest of my life. So when the situation comes up, I'll be able to deal with it. While some other folks is worried about other things, what they're going to cook, what they're going to eat, hot wings, whatever them things it is, popcorn, whatever that stuff. But, but these here were concerned about in case. All right, here's what happens. And while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered Whoa. and slept. He, who was delayed? The bridegroom. So he didn't get there when they thought he was going to get there. Correct. Sometimes when you're waiting, you think you got enough. It delays. That's the scripture. It delays. It could be trouble. It could be sickness. It could be a situation or circumstance. You got enough to handle it if it happens while you're sitting in them pews. When you walk out them pews and get in that car and you get to hearing something this week, did you get enough today? that'll help you if it happens tomorrow or the next day. You see what I'm saying? All right. So then at midnight, a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Well, sometimes what you thought was coming in the daytime will come at midnight in your life. Let me go here. Sometimes what you thought you had enough to handle in the daytime Everything doesn't come at the daytime. It comes at the darkest time in your life, midnight. Here it comes at midnight. Of course, maybe they got enough. Let's see. So then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps, and the foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil. What? Isn't it something that the people who don't take care of business are always trying to get somebody else to take care of their business for them? You see? It's them, them's the ones. Yeah. Well, well, you know, we friends. You my sister. You my brother. You my parents. It's always those people. It's always those people that want to Dip out of your pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't get what I wanted out of that at all. No. Go ahead. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you. The, the wise one said, No, 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 no. I'm not giving, we ain't giving up ours. There won't be enough for both of us. And sometimes, look at me. Sometimes you got to get like that. You got to get like that. You got to say, whoa, no, 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 no. If I give up what I've worked for, you had the same opportunity, right? 
to get it. Now, now if I give them it, won't be enough. All of us wind up dying. Let's, and then they told them, go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. So you need to go and try to get, get it for yourself. Because you ain't getting into here. Because I only have enough for me. You see? And sometimes you only have enough for yourself. And those people have the same opportunity you have. They need to get it for themselves. Because, see, too many people, and I hope none of you in here, have lost their way trying to help somebody else deal with their issues. Now, you're supposed to love each other, but then you have some common sense. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. So while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. That's what happened. He came at midnight, went in. They shut the door. It can happen. It can happen. The key to it is, are you getting enough in your life that you're able to hold out till he gets here? That's the question. You got the same, all you got the same opportunity. Are you getting enough in your life that he comes at midnight? Are you prepared? You understand? And some of you are too weak. I can see you. You wind up giving them, everybody get locked out. Yeah, yeah, everybody gonna get locked out. Yeah, that's just real. Uh, I ain't getting locked out. No, 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 no. That ain't happening. Read Revelations. Read Revelations. It says two in bed. One will go and one will stay. Read Revelations. It says two in the field. One will go and one will stay. What that means is you could be married. One goes, one stays. You could be working. One goes, one stays. The first responsibility that you have is you. And don't lose your way letting somebody else drain you from what you just have enough for you. Everybody goes down. And I've seen it happen in this church. All right, I'm about done, Emma. Yeah. So afterwards, those other virgins came, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Oh, they're knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. This is a parable to Jesus. You're knocking on the door. He said, I don't know you. That's a shame that you had an opportunity. You got the same opportunity. All of you in here, you got the same opportunity. You see where I'm coming from? How many of you are ready for hard times? All of you should be. Because you don't know when your season coming. See, Brother Roderick, they wear me out up here sometimes. You don't know. He'd done a great testimony, didn't he? Yes. He didn't know it was his season. But it was his season. You think he's the only one in there? Every one of y'all going to go through a season. Oh, you can go ahead and finish. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Every one of you going to have a season. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Do you have enough well. at midnight in your life? Okay. 
So lastly, he says, watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. You can come up. You don't know the day the Son of Man is coming? That ain't scary. That ain't scary. It's, it's the way it is. All they're going to do is say, y'all been watching it on there and, and seeing. You, go, you can walk around, nothing bothers me, hun. <laughs> uh, nobody bothers me. I'm past all that now. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, do what you got to do. I'm past all that. <laughs> yeah, Lord. Yeah. Be responsible today. You see? And people say, uh, let me tell you something. If you have to call an Uber, is that what they call them things? Yeah, drinking too much. Be responsible. Iced tea will get you through. Lemonade will get you through. It, it works. They even have non-alcohol beer. They have that, right? Be responsible. We are Christians, and we don't want to act like non-Christians. Right? And we don't holler at our kids and get upset at our kids and our wives because somebody lost a football game. Because guess what they'll be in the morning? Most of them. Millionaires. You won't be. Right. <laughs> All right? 